0: You're listening to the Makers Making Money podcast, a place where business-minded makers will learn how to sell their products, make money, and build a small business. Here's your host, Katie. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Makers Making Money podcast. First of all, I have to apologize that I did not put out an episode last week Um, It's been just a crazy time for my business. Things have been really busy. Um, I'm going to talk more about it in this episode, but I do apologize. It it definitely bothered me that I missed out on a week and I I didn't want that to be the case, but also I had to kind of um, acknowledge where I was mentally and just in terms of time I had available and it just if i would have done it it would have been rushed and it probably wouldn't have been great so so i just skipped it all together so sorry about that but we are back at it this week so i want to talk about this week what i'm currently going through in my business And maybe it's something that you guys can relate to, or maybe it'll be something that you'll eventually have to deal with as well. So my sales somehow, by some kind of miracle of the universe, I don't know what kind of blessing I'm receiving, but my sales have almost, have definitely doubled this year, even over the the holiday season, even compared to just the holiday season that just passed in 2022. I'm doing double the monthly sales that I was doing last year. This month I'm I'm almost tripling the sales that I was doing in 2022 monthly sales. So, it's just insane. I don't know where this came from. I don't know what I did right to deserve this, but I feel like I I definitely have been working really hard to get to this place where I felt really secure and like my business was really going well. So, it's a blessing, but it's also something that happened very unexpectedly, very quickly, and I never would have imagined that the first few months of the year that I'd be so insanely busy, but I am. And so I'm trying to figure out as I go through this process how to adjust to to this dramatic increase all of a sudden. So today that's going to be the topic of our conversation. I'm going to talk about a few things that I'm doing or or you can also do if you if you're feeling the same way maybe in your business now and just completely overwhelmed um and then also some things that you can keep your your sights set on for the the near term of how you can kind of improve your operation or become more efficient and things like that these are all things that I'm definitely thinking about right now and I didn't think I would be in this place but um it's it's exciting and I'm feeling very positive and very hopeful and also very thankful that I'm my business is doing so well, that so many people are buying my products and it, it really makes me feel good and feel confident as a maker. So um so let's get into today's topic. So basically, you know, I as I've talked about on, on past episodes, I started my business about two and a half years ago and um I've been doing it full-time for the past like one year basically. And so you know I definitely dreamed of getting to this place where I am now. I spent a lot of time daydreaming about it and, and also there was a lot of time that I was really doubting myself and I didn't think that I would reach this place where I felt like I really had a serious viable business that was making me a nice and even better full-time income than my day job was. I didn't really imagine that I could truly get here, but but I have gotten here and I'm just, I'm hoping that I can continue to grow or at least sustain what I'm doing now. So the hard work isn't over, but I'm definitely feeling like that grind that I've been putting in over the last couple of years and, you know, just staying in my basement workshop when everyone else is going out, having fun, enjoying life, going golfing, going out for dinner, stuff like that. Um, But I've been on my grind and I feel like that hard work is paying off. So if you're in a similar place, you know, and if this is something that's really important to you, being a maker who's making money, don't give up on the grind. It it really, truly does pay off. When you put serious effort into something, you know, I, I really think that that effort does pay off. So for me, you know, as I mentioned, my sales have doubled or even almost tripled this month. I'm definitely on track to triple. Um, I don't know where it came from, but I I do, what I'm seeing is that, you know, things can just happen very quickly, especially when you're selling online, the power of social media, things just spread so quickly, spread like wildfire and things catch on and it's just like, you know, you could be selling something and out of nowhere, you're making hundreds of sales and and it's... It's a very crazy experience as a small business and as a maker, certainly when you're making handmade products and and you're selling them, it's a very labor intensive process. Like it becomes a lot and it becomes overwhelming very quickly. So I'm definitely going through that stage now. So I'm going to talk about a couple of things that I've been doing to kind of make it through this period and to also kind of leverage the growth that I'm seeing now. So, the first thing that's very important is don't forget to breathe, and don't forget to feed yourself, sleep, drink water, do all of those things to take care of yourself. Um, you know, I as I talked about last week about going to workbench con, so that was like a few days probably like, I think four days that I was away. So that was four days of no work being done, but I kept my shop open. I was still getting orders during that time, but I was just like, okay, I, my processing time I felt like was long enough that I can, I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll handle the, the orders when I get back. I'll just be super busy when I get back. But I didn't want to shut down my shop because especially with Etsy, I feel like it really takes like about a week or two to ramp back up when you put it into like vacation mode or whatever it's called. So I didn't wanna do that because I didn't wanna lose out. It's like, yeah, maybe I'm only away for four days, but like I'm gonna have like one or two weeks of slower sales that I just didn't wanna deal with. So I was like, I'm gonna keep it open and I'm just gonna like have to bust my ass when I get back. Um, So definitely I have been, since I got back, which was like, that was two weeks ago. Um, that I came back, I've been working almost nonstop, like easily 12 to 14 hour days, Um, just making stuff, fulfilling orders every day. And it's a lot. So, So it's important when you go through these busy periods in life or whatever you're doing to don't forget to take care of yourself. And that's kind of the reason why I didn't put out the episode last week is because I just I just knew that I didn't have the bandwidth to do it. And I, as much as I felt bad about it, I just, again, had to acknowledge the space that I was in and then said to myself, like, I just, I can't do this. Even though I kept thinking every day, I kept thinking, okay, I'm going to record the podcast today. Okay. I'm going to do it today. Okay. 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 Every day. Um, and then I never did it because it just, I didn't have the time and it was like every minute was claimed and I, didn't want to be, I'm, I'm not the kind of person that can like do an all nighter. I need my like nine hours, eight to nine hours of good quality sleep to really function as a human. And so I, so I just had to just be honest with myself. Don't, don't um, skimp on the self care, even when you're going through a really busy and hectic time. So now the other thing, when you, when you're in a busy place in life and your business, you're getting a bunch of orders, just things that things are happening that you weren't necessarily prepared for. Um, think about the things that you can do in that moment that will help you with your processes or whatever you have going on. So for me, when I was so busy, I had so many outstanding orders. I had a ton of stuff to build. I had a ton of stuff to sand, to stain, finish, package, all of this stuff, take it to the, to the post office. Um, so it's like, yeah, of course, in those moments, I was feeling like, oh, if I just had a bigger shop, I could be more efficient. I don't have to. I, I go out to my deck and I stain everything outside because I just don't want to deal with that smell in the house. It really bothers me. Um So it's like my process is like up and down the stairs a million times. The product's like I build them and I buy the wood. I have to take the wood down into the basement. Then from the basement, I have to take it out upstairs outside to stain it. Then from from there, I take it back down in the basement to finish it. And then from there, I take it all the way upstairs to the second floor where I package everything and do the labels and all of that stuff. And then I bring it back downstairs and then I take it out to my car and then I take it to the post office. So it's like, it's just a whole process. And so in those moments when I'm really busy, I'm just thinking of everything that I would rather have that would make my life so much easier. Like if I had a bigger shop, I could be more efficient, all of these things. But it's like, I couldn't go and do that in in that moment. So I just had to focus on things I can do now that will help me get through this very crazy and busy period. So one of those things was like skipping out on the podcast. That's something I can cut out and just like put that stress behind me and not worry about it anymore. That's something I can actually change in this moment that will free up a little extra time to focus on the work. The other thing you can do, which I also did, so my processing time was like about seven business days, so I added a few extra days to my processing time, like in the middle, probably like the beginning of last week. Um, so so you can do that. It doesn't help with the, the current orders that you have um, to fulfill, but it will help with the, f- the future orders going in. So at least you give yourself a little bit more leeway to finish what you have now and then the new orders coming in, you, you buy yourself a few extra days to get those done. So I did that. I'm going to leave it that way because I think that's much more realistic for my business and the volume of sales that I'm making right now. Um, so that's something else you can keep in mind is give yourself more time. Also, the more time you give yourself, the more chance you have to ship the items early and then you know the buyer will be excited. So especially on Etsy, because when they when they see the item, it it kind of calculates based on your processing time and the shipping speed. It calculates the date of when the estimated arrival of the product for the buyer, so that they can see that. So you know, some I think that there are probably a lot of people maybe don't pay attention to it, um, but it is something. So they they see it, they have that expectation in their mind. And then if you if you give yourself like a little bit longer processing time, then you you can hopefully ship it early, and then they'll be pleasantly surprised when it shows up earlier than they thought it would. Um, and then the other thing is that if you're just if you're falling behind, just reach out to customers and let them know. If you sell on Etsy, there's an option there where you can like extend the 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 ship by date. So as a seller, you can see when the, when your order is set to be shipped, um, on the seller's side, there's like a deadline basically. And, um, you can extend that. And like when you extend it, it will come up and you can put in a message to give to the buyer. So you can tell them like, Hey, sorry, I need a few more days or whatever it is. I, I didn't do this. I didn't have to, and I didn't really want to, Um, So I managed to get everything out by their deadlines. But that is an option. If you need more time, it's always better just to communicate with people and let them know rather than, like, leaving them in limbo. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing, like... When I was last week um, going crazy to fill all my orders, I kept getting messages from people, when will my order ship? When will my order ship? Even though none of them were late, I wasn't late shipping any of them, but for some reason I was just going through a period, like I almost never get this type of message of people asking when their is gonna ship, but I kept getting it. It was like in the height of my busyness when I was like over here trying to work. And so it was like, I had to really make a con conscious effort to not like give a little bit of attitude in the message. Like, it's like, I'm a one woman operation, I'm extremely busy right now. Like your order will ship by the due date and that's it. Because there would be people reaching out like they just placed the order one or two days ago. And it's like, do you not, did you miss the concept that everything is built to order and like it's, it's all handmade? You know, I'm not just pulling things off a shelf. I wish that I was because life would be a lot easier, but that's just not how it was. Um, but so I had to like be extra cautious in how I responded to people and make sure that I was very courteous and polite. Um, but definitely I would say always err on the side of be more communicative with buy- with buyers. And in those instances, when people were asking me when the order would ship, um, I would just respond to them as soon as possible within like, you know, an, an hour or two if they, if they message during the day and just let them know like it'll ship by this date, it's in process, whatever it is. And then people are, you know, they, they have no issue. They would rather just hear from you rather than waiting in limbo. They're wondering when their order is going to come they're You're not responding to their message. So I always just definitely over communicate rather than under communicate. So the other thing, the final thing that I want to talk about is we talked about like what you can do now. Obviously, you know, there are only certain things that you can control in that moment of your busy, hectic, hectic business person life. Um, but then once you kind of make it through that phase, which I'm feeling now, like I'm finally like two weeks after my taking a few days off, I'm finally in the place where I'm up to speed a little bit. I mean, I still have a ton of outstanding orders, but I at least have more time to get those done so I can like rest my mind a little bit. But in this moment, I'm definitely thinking about how I can invest more in my business, and how I can keep this momentum going of the growth that I'm seeing and how I can sustain it and make sure that it keeps going in this direction because I'm feeling feeling really good about it. I'm feeling very confident and I want to keep going. I want the arrow to keep going up. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, what are the next steps that I want to take to take advantage of what I have going on so I'm definitely shopping around for a workspace and that's a very scary process because I you know I live in New York it's like a relatively expensive rent situation or lease situation especially for like a commercial space it's it's pretty insane but I think that, you know, there are places that are more affordable and within my means um, that I'm definitely going to look into. And I think that's a leap that I want to take, even though it is a very scary process. But I feel that it's necessary to continue to allow my business to expand and to also be able to look into hiring someone to help me out um, with some of the parts of the process. I think that will make a huge difference because it's just expanding to the place where I just can't manage it on my own anymore. And if I do want to just keep doing it on my own, doing it in my small workshop in my basement, then I'm going to have to limit the amount of orders I can take because I feel like what I'm doing this month is really kind of reaching my maximum of what I can manage on my own, considering that I'm handling every aspect of the business every step of the process. So looking for a space is something that I'm definitely going to start shopping around and seeing what's out there like in the in the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to keep you guys updated because I think that maybe there are some people who are also in this in this place where they want to look into having a dedicated space for their business. And it is a really intimidating process. It's not something that I've ever done before. So I'm looking forward to learning and definitely sharing with you guys about that process. Because as things stand right now, you know, I'm truly bursting at the seams in the basement. I just had some of my, some of the items that I sell in my shop are, they're made out of wood, but then they come to get, when people purchase them, it comes together with um some preserved eucalyptus which i buy from a farm in california and i just had 12 cases of eucalyptus delivered the the fedex guy he actually left them at my neighbor's house somehow he got the address mixed up so i just before i recorded this podcast i just had to haul 12 cases of eucalyptus like Um, from my neighbor's house to my house, one by one, each box, because they're like pretty huge boxes. So that was miserable. But so now I have 12 cases of eucalyptus that I have to also find a place to store. So it's just like I'm truly bursting at the seams and like my whole living space is overtaken by the business. Again, it's such a blessing. None of these are complaints or anything, but it's just like this is the process of growing and you have to know when to take the next step so that you can Keep going, keep the momentum going. So then, as I mentioned, looking at a space, something else that I, part of my motivation for looking at a space is being able to hopefully hire at least a part-time employee to help me out. And that is also very scary because it's like, how do you find someone when you're a maker and you've built your business based on like your creativity and your your craftsmanship and, and everything like that? Like, how do you find somebody to help you. I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering how that process would go. Um, but I did post a job on Indeed just to kind of like feel things out and see what the market's looking like, see what kind of applications I get. I mean, this is interesting for me because I spent six years as a recruiter. So this is kind of like in my wheelhouse, but it's really a unique opportunity to be recruiting for my own business and like recruiting for this type of more like manual labor type of position, Um, but also like creative position and a position that requires a pretty diverse skill set because I certainly would want somebody that can help me out with some of the like shop work, but then also ideally some of the order fulfillment work as well. So it's like you know a pretty diverse skill set that I'd be looking for. So I'm I'm interested and excited to see how that process goes. Right now I'm just in the research phase of all of this. I'm going to keep you guys posted on how things go and I want to share all the experience that I'm learning with you guys so that you can continue to take your businesses and your crafts to the next level and grow your businesses as well. So Again, I'm so sorry that I missed out on last week. I'm not going to make that a habit, I promise. Even if I get busy, I'm still going to take the time to connect with you guys because I really do love doing this podcast. Last week it was so much fun talking about Workbench Con and everything that I learned and I still have a lot of takeaways that I want to do more research into which was one of my goals for last week's podcast is that I wanted to talk more about like the social media and getting monetized and stuff like that like kind of just like a 101 basics kind of discussion because there's a lot of stuff that Most of that stuff I don't know about like how to make money on social media. So I'm interested in personally learning about it and I'm going to do the research and definitely share that with you guys. But I didn't have the chance to do the solid research that I wanted to do. So um, I'm also interested in maybe having a guest on to talk about this, somebody that maybe works at like, like a social media agency type of place. Um, so I, I have a few ideas in mind, so I definitely want to explore that and get more of an expert on who can talk about it. And, um, I do feel excited after Workbench Con to do more in the social media space, but I also feel like I'm light years away because I just feel like I'm kind of like ancient when it comes to this stuff. And I just, there's so, so much of the information and, you know, all of the details that I just don't know. So I'd love to speak with somebody about that and share that conversation with you guys. So for today, that's the conversation. I hope you guys are having a busy and fruitful time and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Makers Making Money podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Makers Making Money and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. See you next week with a brand new episode.